Thank you for joining us on another episode of King's Table, where it's all about bourbon, brotherhood, and breaking bread. Let's get into it. We're talking about becoming your best self. <laughs> Y'all should have heard it before. That's all. What's up, world? How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Awesome. Um, tonight I have the special uh, honor of having my my two firstborns. Well, my first and my secondborn. The left in the heart chamber. What up, y'all? What's going on? Hey, what up, y'all? yeah, yeah. So uh, we have in the studio with us Elijah and Eva. Um, definitely a privilege and an honor for me to be able to uh, chop it up with my fellas and then be in the midst of us uh, seeing how we build, um, build bond and break bread. Um, <clears throat> what are we drinking tonight, Jeremy? Today, I had the honor of choosing a bourbon. Not really a bourbon man, but. It tastes delicious. So, went to the store and got a John A.P. Connolly bourbon whiskey. It is delicious. It's very good. Now, let me tell you why I chose it. I'm a real simple dude. Mm-hmm. Nothing going on, nothing serious really like that. So, I just asked him, I said, what's from North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, I made a right choice. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The fellas like it. <clears throat> we in it. Let's and, go. And yeah, speaking we, of Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mr. John A.P. Connolly mm-hmm. looks like he fought in the Civil War for Carolina. <laughs> so, so that's how you know you, you're as drinking on something yes, as, as a Confederate. confederate. <laughs> it's, it's a red, it's a red label. It's a red so red. you know, uh, does he have a hat good, on? Though. No, no hat, no, no hat. hat, no hat, no hat. No hat. Yeah. But that's how you know that thing been sitting in the barrel for about 200, 300 it's, years, it's bro. Delicious. Like that's that's, from, that's delicious. From a long line of distillers. Long line. I like how you put that. Out. <laughs> very long. A long line. line. But but it does have uh, upon smelling it, it does have like a very vanilla ish tone to it. Um, but when you when you, when you take a sip, oh man, it, it definitely it definitely wakes you up. It does. Definitely wakes you Good up. Good morning. Good good choice tonight, Jeremy. Good job, preach, brother. Preach. All right, so let's get into this topic. We toasting? We got a toast toast. first. We got a toast. We going to intros. Yes, sir. Who's in the building? Welcome to the King's Table, folks. Welcome to the King's Table. Table. As always, I'm your boy Ken, at at Ken Sold It on IG. You can find me anywhere, everywhere. To my right, I got the glorious, vanglorious. Vanglorious. (laughs) Exuberant. All I wish those, he would all introduce those, himself expeditiously. All of those, all of those syllables <laughs> and such. Your man Numero Sevo in the building, rocking my sunglasses at night because that's the feeling. <laughs> that's how cool he is. Sunglasses. Cooler than a polar bear's toenail. Come on, brother. <laughs> You're stupid, brother. <laughs> I like that. But uh, you can find me <coughs> at Julio Sevo Chavez on Instagram. What the fuck? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the handle we running with tonight, man. Because we we gon we gon we gon lead a more professional one. He, he's a renaissance show. man. Come on. So so yeah. So uh, glad like to be 15, here with you fellas, man. Fifteen names in that. Bro. Hey man, I know, I know. I was working yeah. on. Six we'll put it in the show notes. All right, cool. So next to him, it. we got <laughs> we got Jeremy, aka J Flow. That's what my wife called me at night. Hey. So you know, <laughs> I do what I do. Master bourbon chooser. Obviously, <laughs> I'm a genius. 
Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> the decision maker of distilleries. What's going on, people? This is Jason Van Gartner at jasonvangartner.com, the mm-hmm. enterprise. Master people, master all things. People engineer, master motivator, educator. That's what we do. Glad to be in the building. Breaking bread with the Bourbon Brothers and breaking bread with the King's Table in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The guru. And this is your boy, Evans. Uh, you can find me at Why the G. Why the G. Why the G on IG. And uh, obviously, follow us on King's Table, or underscore King's Table on IG. Uh, and we have our website coming soon. Coming uh, soon. So definitely excited about that. Um, <clears throat> let's kick into the top. Let's kick off the topic tonight. Um, we're, we're we're chopping it up about becoming the greatest version of yourself. Um, yeah, what what does that mean to to y'all? Wow, that's a big one. <clears throat> I think to me it means growth. You know, constantly growing, never being complacent with where you are. You know, in your personal life, your spiritual life, professionally, whatever it is, just. You know, becoming the best version of who you are, sure. you know. And I think that comes through constant movement, constant growth. You know, that's that's my short version. Constant adversity. Mm. Mm. Speak on Helps that. you become the best version of yourself. I, um, <clears throat> to me, uh, that, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a culmination of experiences, mm-hmm. uh, moments like this. Uh, where we can educate and build, learn, uh, constantly grow, as my brother Ken said, uh, <clears throat> growing in all facets of life. Uh, we grow day by day. Yeah. Uh, that's not guaranteed, but when we have the moments here, we can uh, put that energy where it's, it's, it should be. So, True. Um, so I think uh, for, you know, becoming the better, best version of yourself is, is, is stepping into your, your, your royalty uh, because we all are kings here at this table. Right. Got a young king and queen behind us, so you know it's about stepping in, stepping into that glory and and manifesting it ex- exponentially. Exponentially, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I tried to give you the expeditiously because yeah. you asked for it earlier. Yeah, I asked for <laughs> but it. But you know how it is, so I just blended it. We're going to just go. leave that to tell. There you go. It's too, early, too early we start. When I think about it, I always used to think I had a heart coming up. Mm-hmm. Until I came up, you know. Right. So you know, becoming my best self, you know, every day be grateful, you know, because you see what's going on in the world, not yeah. America in the world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of evil out here, but we still breathing, right. you know. So in retrospect, it's just like love everyone, do what you got to do, but becoming your better self is not holding hate, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Cause that 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 holds you, right? You know, um, I'm just grateful, bro. That's all I can say. Hey. I'm grateful every day. Gratitude, I think, is a big part of that. Yeah, sure. you know. And I think when we look at it, not necessarily as a destination, but a journey that we choose, mm-hmm. um, it's the becoming part. Right. You know, that's the to me the key word because I don't think any of us can measure greatness beside each other. That's right. I think it's identifying and knowing that it's inside of us as a foundation or as a principle. But the measurement of it is looking along the line of the journey versus, man, when I get there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because sometimes when you were younger, all of us had something that we wanted to get to and accomplish. But then when you accomplished it, does that stop? Mm-hmm. Or did you have to say, man, well, 
what does this look like? So I like what you, how, the way you put it is the, consi- the consistency of adversity and challenges because for every mountaintop, there's a valley. Absolutely. Right? So the consistency of knowing the difference between the two and being able to appreciate that process. So the whole aspect of gratitude is as long as I can wake up grateful, regardless if I'm up or down, I'm activating and operating as the better who I am. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we're, we're always becoming um, – just kind of echoing what, what my brothers <clears throat> have stated, um, we're, we're always becoming. Um, what, what I've learned in life is the, the, great, the greatest lessons I've learned in life has always been through struggle, through adversity, through, through really the hard times. And that helped kind of shape and focus my thinking, whereas <clears throat> we, are, we are our surroundings and the seeds that we allow into our lives, right? That's through hearing, through seeing, through being in a relationship or, or communication with, with, with certain folks. And it's just a matter of properly placing people in their perspective places in, in your life, right? Because if you're going through whatever you're going through, who you're around is going to greatly influence the outcome or how you see what you're going through, your perspective of, of what you're going through. Um, Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a constant it's a constant journey. Right, it's a constant and I think we journey. got a, a lot of distortion when we look at our society today. That oh, big time. We measure someone else's greatness, especially that, through social media, man. And I, I was going to wait to to go directly yeah, yeah, yeah. into that because yeah. when we think about it, it's our association. Yeah. Our association becomes the most powerful thing. We are those who we're around. They say that you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Facts. So growing up, think about at any given point in your life, who were the five people that you gave most of your time to? At one point when you were a child, it was your parents or mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. And you always had more of a sense of family and those principles. But as we grew up, started playing sports, going to school, you had to start to balance those five slots, mm-hmm. right? Now with social media and these different platforms, we have people that can associate and give people those slots without actually knowing who they really are. Their true character. Yeah. And our character is not forged through how we live. It's banged out through the situations that we go through. You know, I, I know you because of what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. You know me because of who I am, my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's not a picture. It's not a social media platform. But we know each other and associate that helps us to kind of have this perspective of what greatness is or who we're becoming yeah. based off of that time mm-hmm. and that, that authentic time that we put in with each other. Yeah. Social media, um, it's done good and bad. I feel like more bad. Than it's, good. it's poison and medicine. Yeah, <laughs> like anything. Because it's your yeah, strength yeah. is your weakness. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, I I like looking up you know Japanese <clears throat> things. So it's like right now I can get on my phone and see what's going on at least twenty three hours ago. Sure. Right. And it's like for that I enjoy it. But Man, that throw me off. Yeah, <laughs> and it's crazy though. You know what I'm saying? You can still see still pictures of yeah. like actual time. So I was like, I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, I think, you know, for me with the whole self-improvement thing, I, especially in Western culture, I think sometimes we become like slaves to it because we get bombarded with all of these influencers mm-hmm. and all these images and all these messages of like, you got to hustle, you got to mm-hmm. be the best you, you got to work harder, you got to do this, you got to do that. And one thing I think that gets lost is a certain level of contentment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, yeah. we never really reach a certain point and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we're too caught up in, like, the rat race of, like, Chasing. keep achieving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustling. Yeah. For sure. Grind, grinding. 
And I, I, I want to say this, um, especially with my brothers here, uh, filling in a safe space. Mm-hmm. For those who are listening, I want everyone to pay attention. Quit thinking that all of these white uh, influencers and motivators and entrepreneurs telling you to hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. You got to understand, from my perspective, it's not the same game. Right. right. That's it's right. not the same game. So you can't achieve or chase or plan to get the same points or the mm-hmm. same wins. For a black man, our wins look different. Mm-hmm. And I think we've kind of lost the perspective of defining. We got to get back to defining what does a win look like for us. Right. A win for us is being able to be there for our children. It's being able to find that contentment in the things that we have because uh, we shall overcome. We've overcome some stuff. We still got some ways to go. That's right. But right. We, we started hustling so much that we haven't been able to celebrate just to the place that we've gotten to right now. Facts. So now it's like when somebody Man, wow. come on, Man, and I don't want to throw no names out there, Gary Vandercheck. I mean, he cool. <laughs> he cool, right? Hey, but when they talk about, do this, you got to do that. Well, let's look at, let's step back for a second. There are certain doors that were open for him that mm-hmm. still won't open for us. Exactly. So I can't chase the same type of hustle. We got to get back to defining black men don't cheat, mm-hmm. right? We've mm-hmm. talked about that. But now we got to start defining black men can be happy. Mm. What does our happiness look like? Black boy joy. Black boy joy. I love that. Yeah. Hey, I like that. Yeah, black boy joy. That's, that's what does it mean for us to be happy? So yeah. then we can truly identify through our reflection and looking in the mirror of what our happiness looks like. What is the me being me doesn't impinge on you being you, but we both can celebrate where we are on the way to where we're going. That's right. I like that what you uh, touched on there uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I can totally relate to um, being in a space as a young father. So I, I remember uh, three days before I graduated high school, I had my daughter, oldest daughter. So I didn't really get the uh, liberty to enjoy certain things mm-hmm. that a, a teenager, older teenager yeah, would. Yeah, so yeah. I automatically went into hustle grind mode. Yeah. So I've been on that same run for <laughs> about almost 25 years now. But one thing I learned that kind of adding to your point, you know, when you're, when you're so out there on the go, you know, and you're not putting in that self care. You have to you have to pour into yourself, man. You have to pump your brakes and, and reevaluate where you are in life because life is just a moment, a, a series of moments, series of snapshots. Mm-hmm. What what worked at this point may not work now. You know what I mean? So I remember being in certain scenarios where I'm always on the go about chasing right. the, the dollar to support my family mm-hmm. that I'm actually missing time with my yeah, family. That's facts, mm-hmm. bro. So what's the leverage? What's what's the most important part of the leverage? You know, is it the time or the money? And I, and I think um, I think it wavers. And I think both are instrumental to becoming mm-hmm. the better version of yeah, yourself, yeah. the that's best right. version, because we're in America. Like, you know, the, the cash rolls, you know, and, and cash gets you places. You know yeah. what I mean? So... I want to be afforded the opportunity to have a nice community for my kids to be raised in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so you kind of brought up a good point though before you jump in. Like you brought up a good point about how you balance the grind, the hustle with also having a family. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, it kind of brings that term work-life balance mm-hmm. to the table. I mean, do you guys think it's possible to achieve like complete work-life balance or complete e- equilibrium in a sense. Man, man, man. I, I've been trying to figure that thing out. <laughs> Me too, bro. So, so like, so my, my story is, them saying, like, similar to you, them saying, like, I had a, a child very early, at, at the age of 19, my first child, right? 
I've been in business for myself since the age of 14. So before I had a child, all I knew was hustling and grinding and working. Hustle, grind, work, hustle, grind, work. I was afforded to, you know, I made good money in my in my early teens, well, my late teens. But becoming a father, I knew that I have to be able to provide financially in a way that my mother wasn't able, because of her circumstances, to provide for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, things that I wanted, of course, you know I'm saying, we talked about it a little earlier, me being first generation here, all I seen was my folks working, right? So that was embedded in me from jump. Work for whatever you want, work for whatever you desire, work and build, I'm saying, like, the life that you want. So, like, that work-life balance, right? So I'm, I'm 34 now, so what, it's about 20 years since I've been in the game. I'm saying, so 20 years, I'm still trying to figure out what that work-life balance is. Because now that, obviously, a bigger family, more responsibilities, more bills, and I'm saying, like, I can't afford to skip out on a bill. Right. So all I, yeah, I want to have that balance, right? I want to create that time so I could be more involved on the day-to-day when they get home from school, so on and so forth. But we got to eat. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, we we, we got to eat. eat. So, like, yeah. as, as much as, you know, I try to take them on vacations, I try to, um, you know, spend that quality time with them when I'm not working, I still got to work. Right. Say, sometimes it calls for 13, 14 hours a day for me to be working because it's just me working right. to, to support, I'm saying, the house. Respect. So, like, with the work-life balance, as much as I – and being a business owner, having employees, yeah, that shit sucks, man. <laughs> right. Because not only are you responsible for your household, but you're responsible for, in retrospect, other households. Right. Right. Because right? Sure. Right? if for money's sure. not coming in, right. if I'm not on my game, my guys ain't eating. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of stuff – it's a trickle-down effect. But – And then that's an added pressure on you just as oh, being a man. father and a man. A father, a yeah. father, a man, and a boss. Yeah, right. Father, man, and a sure. boss. Cause my first, pri- my first priority is home. Mm-hmm. But then I have to look at how I'm paying for this, and the and the and the steps in the process I'm paying for it and saying our lifestyle, or whatever. I can't, I can't effectively work without my guys. So mm-hmm. I got to make sure that they're good, and I got to make sure these projects are coming in. I got to make sure I'm meeting the deadlines. Cause as a business owner, like yo. <laughs> you got the money gotta keep flowing. That's mm-hmm. right. If the money stops, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. So what I've been like, what I've been asking a lot of our brothers now is really uh, what's the price or what's the salary or the amount that would allow you to breathe? Because I think sometimes we get into the business owner mentality it, and hustle. You you mentioned Gary V earlier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he he made a good point. Like some of the people that he knows that's making thirty, forty thousand dollars a year is more happier. Mm-hmm. Right. Is happier and they they're they're more free than the people that are making a million dollars mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. So what I'm saying it's it's all about it, I don't think you could really put a price on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a, a the process that you give yourself. Right? I think for each for each household there's a certain number that gives you a, a sense of autonomy sure. to be able to breathe Absolutely. To finance. So let's call let's call that living is. wage, right? Mm-hmm. What 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 you could, what could you realistically live, in, live right. off of, mm-hmm. right? If if thirty thousand or forty thousand dollars is what you could live off of and be okay, and not in still, America with children, but understandable. <laughs> people do it, brother. Some yeah. Yo, people do Some it, man. Yeah. 
But sure, so realistically, nah, not not in America, not in, in these days. However, the more financial, like Biggie said it best, more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. Right. The more money, more problems. When you're broke, looking for opportunity, you're looking for opportunity. Whatever comes your way, you're happy. But the money that you have, you gotta keep. You gotta keep it coming. Because of course, I could be a, I could be a billionaire. Nobody would know it, right? Because right. my, my 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 psyche is not on material things. Right. It's building for my children, building for my grandchildren, mm-hmm. building so that they don't have to make the sacrifices that I have to. And that's the, that's how we should be, right? Right. Well, you they at least have a, a, a upper start. Right. Because yeah. uh, we still want oh. them to have those same principles. Oh, absolutely. And earning. But oh, they're going to work. <laughs> they're going to work. Listen. You saying that because they're in the room. Like, nah, he, he want to make right. sure he give y'all some specific instructions. They're they, they going to work. <laughs> so, like, now I think it's important that we sow the seeds into our children that you know, our life is not easy, right? Our life mm-hmm. is not easy. And share some of the struggles. Allow them to see some of the struggles that we have. Right. So that they know that, yo, my children are spoiled. Yeah, y'all are spoiled. Yeah, mine they too. There. Mine too. <laughs> are they spoiled they, or, or well taken care of? They both well taken care of. Okay. Because <laughs> y'all can look at me if y'all want. But, I, I, I like for it to, you know, to make that distinction because everybody. You think there's like, a difference? I, it's a, I, I believe as sure. a father now that there's a huge difference. Between being spoiled and taken care of. Oh, so yeah, but sure. your daughter doesn't have to do dishes now, though. Oh, she man. has her own little, you know, play joint. And she has to clean right. up. She clean and she goes over there and turn it, the little fake water on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what I'm, what I'm, what I'm hearing you say, is that you don't think there's a way to achieve complete work-life balance. I, I don't think so, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think so. Here, here's the balance. Here's where I find my balance. Right. In, in the morning, I wake up, I'm saying I have my routines, and it's all about who, it's, it's all about who you allow to, to sow into you, right? Because right. there's certain folks that I listen to. I just got put on to this, um, this monk, actually, called Dan Donapali, yeah. right? Phenomenal. Oh, man, phenomenal. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to Dan. So, like, I'm learning through, through some of his rituals as far as meditation, as far as um, preparing yourself, not just, I'm saying, waking up in the morning and giving yourself that 20, 30 minutes of meditation. But like, yo, you have to work on meditating. You have to work on that process of getting to that place where you can meditate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm in the process of doing now. That's where I find my balance. Okay. In, in, in the morning, my morning routines, you know what I'm saying, is the, by far the most important component of my day. Okay. Once, and, and that's where I find my, same thing with Mondays. You know what I'm saying? I start my Mondays off a, sp- a specific way. Right. That's where I find my balance. I start my, my days off a certain way. That's where I find my balance. And I try to end my day in a certain way as well. Gotcha. Um, but I think in in everything that we do, like on my down days, right. I'm saying like there's other rituals that I do to I'm saying, decompress, make sure that I'm, I'm there with the family. Mm-hmm. But realistically, yo, we got we to gotta work. As men, Bro. as, as <laughs> yeah. hunters, yo, we got to work. At this age, if you sleeping all day, you wasting life, bro. Kill yourself. Like yeah. I ain't gonna say that, but <laughs> <laughs> but this, metaphorically, this is not, I get what you mean. This is not endorsed Let by the King's Table. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All you sleepy folks, y'all just go ahead. Yeah, don't keep don't on do sleeping. Don't do it, but yeah, I, yeah. At the end of the day, it's just like, bro, like you got to get on your grind, man. Like mm-hmm. I feel like everybody wants better. All the time, absolutely. Because, because I, last, last thing, last thing, yo, it gives me severe anxiety, bro. 
when Ooh. I don't have something going on. There you go. Severe anxiety. There you go. So we're going to touch on that in a minute. Sure. Yeah, and it's, it's like I want better for my child. My child has better. I already know he's spoiled, right. you know, and it's uh, he's um, a year old. I don't do the months, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't run around here with these 80, <laughs> no, 84 month old 80, children. 84 months old. 84 months, three but weeks, yeah, two days. And it's just like, yeah, so if you, yeah, if you don't want better. 59 months. Yeah. If you don't want better, man, you're just wasting time. So it's just like, bro, get on your grind, do your thing. So let's let's go around real quick. You know, let's talk about some of the things that we, each of us do to ensure that we're trying to be our best selves or at least like you talked about some rituals that you do to get you started or, or end your day, you know, so what are some things that, that everybody at the table is doing to just kind of ensure that they're being their best selves? And then along with that, where do you find that at? Mm-hmm. Like where you, whatever you're doing, where do you plug in? Like right. what's that reference or resource? Um, well, for me, uh, it's prayer, meditation, right. uh, solitude mm-hmm. is great for me. Um, I, I tend to recharge with solitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that in that space, when I am, um, I, I do a lot of reading. I do uh, a lot of inspirational. I, I'm, I'm, I tend to lean more towards the inspirational type of things. Gotcha. Um, uh, business-related things. Uh, I'm always thinking... About the bag. To, yeah, always trying to get to it consistently, man. Can't help it. So, yeah. um, but you know, those those are the things that kind of, you know, get me on my square right there. Uh, honestly, I can I can keep it real simple. Um, physical activity. Anybody that know me know I love MMA. Yeah. December seventh, fight night. I'm gonna be there in DC. So <laughs> you know, Yo, my my G. Fifteen minutes ago, he was just sparring with himself. Yeah, I was I was doing a little shadow boxing. Little shadow boxing. But, <laughs> you know, I played basketball my entire life. Played football a little bit, ran track, did the regular stuff. But, man, I just knew I was going to be in the NBA, mm-hmm. especially when I got to Livingstone. <laughs> I knew I was going to be in the NBA. I was like, I'm about to smash these cats. Nope. Uh, but uh, I found MMA, and I feel like I don't – I mean, in a sense, it saved me because I stopped playing basketball for something. Man, it's been a minute, but I can still shoot, though, so don't forget it. Don't forget it. But, um, yeah, uh, MMA saved me, man. And I just get up 5 a.m., do my little workouts, get it in. Yeah. Lost. Got up to 240. I'm Shout six foot. Got up to, two, got up to 240. Got down to 187. Lost so, a whole person. Nice, bro. Yeah. That's dope, bro. Yeah. So oh, that's mad. That's major. I was in there working. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ricky Rainey. Ricky Rainey. Gastonia Zone. Um. Man, it's all about intake, man. Like, mm. I, I changed. <clears throat> so it's, it's a constant journey, right? It's a constant journey for me. Whereas, so I I love music. I'm very passionate about music, but a lot of the music that I that I love, it doesn't yield the the fruits that I need. Right. So what I'm saying, like, now I just listen to a lot of uh, not so much motivational, mm. but a lot of like instructional. Like, if if I prime example, I want to start learning how to meditate. I want to listen to how to meditate. Gotcha. There's another gentleman, Jim Quick, that I listen to as well. Um, does a lot of stuff on like speed reading, um, memorization, things of that nature, um, and different thought leaders, man. Um, so I, I I try to fill my mind space with folks that I look up to. Gotcha. 
still listen to music, but I I I, I shifted from the the music to more content, like what's going to help build my mind up throughout the course of the day. Right. Um, tons of podcasts. So, and also being in relationship with with solid brothers. Yeah. Right. I I think that's that's vitally important. Um, you're surrounded. Um, like like Jay like Jason said. We are the five people that we have in our circle, mm-hmm. and what does that look like? Right. I'm saying like if if now I want to say like if if you're not doing anything with your life, if you have somebody that's constantly complaining, mm, so that's mm. that's that doesn't equate up to where you're trying to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't see this, but it, we just got the, the church mother shake over here. You felt that one. I, I don't know if that was the church mother shake or this bourbon that's electric sliding on my tongue. I don't know which one it is. That was a little sermon. Right? Yeah, I felt that one yeah. in my pinky toe. Yeah, but it's, it's really about like what who you surround yourself with and in, um, in, in your intake, like what, what seeds you're allowing. So I... I and for me, yo, I'm a I'm a dude from the hood. So right. like I love trap music. Right. But it's not yielding anything to me. Mm. I don't want to hear negativity throughout the day. Right. Definitely not when I wake up. So right. what I'm saying, like right. being conscious of what I'm saying the types of music that I listen to. Sure, I'll turn mm-hmm. up. I'll turn up right now. For sure. But what I'm saying, like, what is that going to yield me? Like mm-hmm. I go to bed at night, subconsciously, those words are gonna be playing in my That's mind. That's true. Right. Right. Cool. Subconsciously, that message is gonna be in my spirit, embedded right. in my spirit. Hey, how good is escapism though? Because mm. I think escapism is is, is re- crucial too. What well, What are you escaping think, though? Like I think, uh, good question. So it, it, it depends on whatever is on your table. You sure. know, I would say, but uh, I think, uh, but I think that's a healthy component too. So though, es- es- escapism, as far as like using music to escape. Uh, whatever it could be music, uh, sure. it can be podcasts, it could be so movies, whatever, whatever it is that that you enjoy. One hundred percent, I agree. You know, what I mean? yeah. You, you, you know, one thing for for me, I could only speak for me. Mm-hmm. I I hate hearing, especially if I'm not doing well financially, right? I hate hearing how niggas is making guap by cooking <laughs> in the kitchen, right? <laughs> or or doing well financially buying like. The, the whole money thing, the materialistic thing, and and I'm broke. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not financially mm-hmm. there. That's not motivation, yo. You bragging mm-hmm. about me being broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you saying like you, I ain't shit because I'm broke. Pretty much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah. to, so to hear those messages, you know what I'm saying it's really degrading to fans. It is. It's, mm-hmm. it's degrading. True. Well, I think I think also though, <clears throat> it, it depends on what perspective you listen to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can listen to that. And internalize it, you know, and just, you know, because you're thinking about your circumstance at the moment. Sure. And you can say, well, you know. But we ain't selling drugs, though, fam. No, we're not. We're not. And it's, I mean, honestly, music to me is just kind of has an entertainment value. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But for That's me, just when you're at the I red take, light right. and, 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 you know, somebody pull up on you and they see you breathing heavy in the ground. Yeah. Like, yo, you're <laughs> moving. That's just, sometimes you just need that spark, though, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, you know, I know I go heavy in the, like, yeah. learning type things. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I need to just kind of chill. Like, all right, bro, just <laughs> watch, something yo, watch something regular. You know what's popping, though? Like, you like, know what I mean? Like, yeah. motivational for me. 
What's Yo, up, bro? OT Genesis, right? Get into the bag. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm getting to the bag. Yeah, right, right. Not in the way you get into the bag, but I'm getting to the but bag. But you still right. getting to it. Right. You be getting to there, it. Right. Here's my concern now, and when you pose the question, it's mm-hmm. uh for me it's it almost it almost makes me nervous to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um we've spent some intense conversations about the fact that we don't as a culture we don't have a, a charge or a, a plugging oh, cord. Facts. Right. And, you know, we've had some very it's, – it's a scary topic for me because when I think about it, we look generationally. We've always had somewhere to go into and recharge, a, a spiritual gas station. Yeah. Now that we're conscious and we're woke, that particular type of charging station Are is not hit, as applicable you, or yeah, bro, as practical or relevant. And the reason why I brought that up, and I, I wanted to ask everybody what you do and where do you go for that charge – if we go to too many places and have too many voices, we get information right. constipation and we get bipolarism because we hear so many different messages from different places. Yeah. You know, when we think about um, as a father, your mm-hmm. children know they listen to grandpa, they listen to uncles, they listen to other male. But when you say something, that's final. Nice. Right. And if they need to go find final information or stabilizing information, who do they call first? Because they yeah. they know your voice, yeah. right? When there are too many voices, it creates a certain level of confusion and anxiety because if they have anything that's conflicting or that's not absolute similar, mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, well, who do I listen to? It's like being raised with several fathers. So what yeah, you're what you uh, yeah. touching on is something that me personally, like it's, it's something like it's a struggle for me, right? Because I've always had a problem with like negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I get down on myself in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I I recently told somebody like, you don't get to say anything negative about me, mm-hmm. yeah, because I I know how to do that. Right, and I'm yeah. like I don't need help with that. Right. But with the conflicting voices, like I know who I whose I am in a sense. So my I know who I am. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So my my, my regimen, it honestly it it comes. Uh, I do a lot of quiet time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the morning when I'm on my way in my commute or whatever, yep. you know, I don't even listen to podcast or music mm-hmm. or whatever cuz a lot of times I'm I'm literally I'm sitting there I'm praying, I'm talking to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, cuz yeah. it's like especially in those moments where you you in that low point mm-hmm. and it's like I can sit here and say to myself you're a fucking loser, mm-hmm. right? Or I can say You've been through something before. You'll go through mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You know, you 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 overcame the mountain before. You do it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think sometimes we do have to cut off those external voices mm-hmm. and course. remind ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes that's the only voice. Because you think about it, the most important voice in your life is the, the one that's in your head. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Which we don't talk enough yeah. about, right. as far as. Um, I ask people, have you heard the voice of God? Mm-hmm. You know, does God still speak say, audibly? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you literally, and where I find my restoration or my uh, charge is in nothingness. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm very that, intentional on getting to straight nothingness. Yeah. Yeah. And in that nothingness, what happens is, if you ever want to hear the voice of God, don't let anybody talk and have a thought go through your mind. That's God, brother. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's your God. That's so God. what that means is. Yep. However, that's programmed or whatever you have developed in that voice, mm-hmm. and it's developed through 
the association around us, right. the way we were raised, which is called our mythos, the mm-hmm. environment that we were raised in that persuades us to our actions, our thought processes, and uh, what we do. However, that's cultivated. Mm-hmm. Because now, if even if I hear these different voices, they can only align with what my God is already saying. That's facts. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you bring me something that has not been in alignment, you will send me on a rat race yeah, that's true. Sure. It's, it's of hard. depression, yeah, anxiety, yeah. Mm-hmm. frustration, because now I'm chasing something that does not belong to me. Yeah. When we get into that nothingness, when you say turning the podcast off, it's being able to just get into the place. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got to say this to my brothers. We do not and we're not built to hustle. We're not supposed to be chasing and yeah, out of that, breath. The only reason why it becomes such a hustle and we get out of breath is because we've been programmed to think that I got to be grinding and hustling. If I'm going to ever get something. Look, it's guys that sleep all day that are multimillionaires because they plugged into a system or created a system that allowed them to get to a place of nothingness. Watch The Laundromat if you haven't yes, watched it. Very it's good on, movie. Uh, Netflix. Very good movie. I'm not going to say anything else. Very good film. I've watched From it twice already. From our culture, and we, especially uh, for our next seed, our next generation, you got to understand, they won't create and earn wealth the same way we were taught. That's true. They're not going to do it from the neck down. They're way smarter than us. For sure. So They're one of my favorite, shortcuts. One of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday, he's written several books that I've read, um, most notably The Daily Stoic, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got this new book out. It's called Stillness, right? And he's talking about this same principle of you don't have to be in a constant state of hustle to to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's it. I mean, it, it may seem a little bit esoteric in a sense, but it's like sometimes we just have to be. And when we can just be a lot of times, that's when we achieve that mm-hmm. self-actualization. We're human beings, not human doings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we're being, it allows us to allow our inner God, because when we think about even talking to God or your higher power, your universe, when you're talking, you can never listen yeah. when you're talking. Mm-hmm. That's it's right. the reason why we're created with two ears and one mouth, to listen twice as much as we talk. So when I get into a nothingness or a stillness or a quietness, it allows all mm-hmm. these imaginations, guides to say, all right, you ask the question, shut up so I can give you the answer. Yes, sir. We're on a journey to find our treasure, but the treasure is not external. It's mm-hmm. all it's all internal. It's That's all right. within. The treasure is not external. So, so can it be that? We are, so (laughs) let us create man in our image. Certainly it's not talking about what we look like or what what the father or creator look like, right? So can it be that we are created, as we are created in the image of God, that means Hmm. we're God's. You you get so, ready to take me down a, a very passionate rabbit space. hole right here. Hey. But, uh, so but I, I, so I'm gonna I, take you no. short. So I, I I didn't want I didn't want to pose that question. Re- reason being, because yes, it's gonna take us down a rabbit. But that inner voice, that's the Father speaking. Yeah, in for us. sure. Because He's in us. I got a right? short a short trip for you. Sure. Made in the image. All right. When you look in the mirror, who do you see? I see me. You know who else I you see? see? I see. I, I am. You see somebody else too, a very physical person. You I know who else you see? I see. I am. Boy, you look just like your daddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. you oh, you got eyes like your mama. Mm-hmm. So when you're made in the image of something, it's the reflection of what you already have. You don't have to search for anything. Wow. Your image is sitting on those chairs. So that's constantly in our. In our it's head. constantly there. Absolutely. The issue is once we made it external, mm-hmm. 
We've yeah. given up our rights yeah. to be accountable for right. whatever we desire in life. That's I'm true. not giving you the keys to my greatness. Mm-hmm. But we do. Because we've been soul, trained. Because we've been trained. And by this whole notion of being born again and becoming a new person. and yeah, I, I love the conversation because all that means is being born again means that I went to a, another level of consciousness to what somebody else fed me. And I just woke up as a new creature of being able to look in the mirror. But is that a level of consciousness, though? It's a level of awareness. Being born again. Awareness. Well, I think also, so one thing I want to point out that you talked about is this. We've given up our accountability. And I think a lot in our communities especially, that is the one thing that we don't have. Especially when it comes to us, the men. Because it got beat the hell out of us. Yeah. They, it got beaten out mm-hmm. of us, and now the thing that we're the best at is making excuses. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's heavy. So I, I think, I mean, I can make excuses all day. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, I got, got a about reason. I got for you right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a reason. <laughs> well, I didn't what? Right. <laughs> but uh, one of the hardest things to do is say, you know, that's, that's my fault. And, and... I have to change my behavior to do something different. I get to level up and determine. Right. So when we, I've been waiting to get to this drop for the uh, conversation tonight on the becoming. Take the coming off just for a second and just be. Just be. Mm-hmm. Just be. Damn it, I'm great. Right as I That's sit, right. right as I stand. Because we are who we are. We are who we are. Right. And we have all the power to define the future that we desire. That's right. I don't leave that up to nobody else. If I desire for my future to be successful without hustling hard, I just got to figure out how to make it work. I don't have to hustle like, I'm going to work smarter, not harder. So now if that becomes my projection and my target, every day I wake up, if I'm saying I'm going to be wealthy, I'm I'm never going to lack anything. My God on the inside of me is going to say, it's going to start to talk in the line. You ask the question, how do you do this? We haven't been asking the question or making enough statements and, and chants to ourselves to say, show me the way. Show me this. As a man thinketh. Yeah, and, and we can so go across the board. We, we haven't got spiritual. We haven't brought into any particular type of sect or religion. Mm-hmm. But they're all related when it comes to self-identifying. And being able to find the good in yourself. As a man thinketh, so is he. Let this mind be in me. To, all that. You can find any sector of that. But it's really taking back this accountability factor. Right. And what are we saying to ourselves? What are we thinking about when we're thinking? So how important do you think it is to, to know thyself, right? To, in the number pre- one. In, in the present, but also number one. Saying, like our ancestors. That's a journey and a process that's necessary, mm-hmm. but the way you learn your ancestors can also impact how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the greatest, I believe, I believe that was one of the greatest manipulations or trigger factors because they told us that our initial story was just starting at slavery. Oh, right. they were successful, brother. Still rolling. Yeah, yeah. still But now rolling. the reason why we don't have a plug-in station is because that particular concept has fallacies because we have too much information to have it as an absolute but now we follow what we do know, it all ends back up with the person in the mirror. Michael Jackson, all we got to do is listen to Mike. I'm searching for the man he wasn't searching. He didn't say he was searching. What did he say he was doing? He was looking. Asking him to change his ways. Yeah, but he said, I'm, I'm right here. He, he's in the mirror, right? He wasn't searching for him. He was already found. Yeah, None of y'all ever went in the mirror and looked for yourself. Facts. Seth. You just said, hey, I'm going to tell him what to do because I got him right here. As long as I have my own attention... Nobody can distract me. Boom. 
Hey, I, I, I like what you spoke on, Brother Jay, uh, so, on so many facets, man. But, you know, <clears throat> ultimately, though, I, I think you do have to look inward, man. You know, you, you, I mean, that's the only way that you will truly become the that's best version be of yourself. That's what begins and ends. And, you know, and, and you know, it's kind of like, all right, the Fibonacci sequence, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a pattern that is consistent throughout the universe. It's mathematics. It's, it's, it's everything. You know what I mean? So nothing that's here has, has not been here already. Right. So, you know, it's up to us to kind of dig and go along that journey and, and, and uncover that glory because it's, it's, it's truth. It's, it's glory and truth. It's glory and knowledge and understanding. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you a, a, an example that's less esoteric. <laughs> so um, when I found out that, you know, my family on my mother's side, um, 1900, my great-great-grandparents truly worked for that 40 acres and a mule and got it. Nice. And, and and to and to learn different things like that that mm. previously you you were never privy to, mm -hmm. you know, there's a sense of, of glory and power in that. Yeah. To to learn that, you know, I had great great grandparents who had a street named after them, mm. were a, a physician and a a teacher mm -hmm. when we weren't even allowed to read. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's different. There's glory in things like yeah, that. Yeah, it gives man. you a sense of pride. So. Looking inward, and, and like you said, just kind of along that journey, when you're looking inward, and you're and you're you'll uncover the different things that are meant for you to see. It, it's just so much more strengthening, and, and it allows you to find yourself that much deeper. Yeah, right? yeah. It's not knowledge yourself, fam. Like, period. If, if, and I'm big on this, man. Like, I was having a conversation with a couple guys the other day. Um, if if you don't know your history, and it's debatable, if you don't know your history, ain't no way in the world you're gonna know where you're going. Because there's, there's no foundation, there's no, there's nothing giving you that internal drive, like cool, this is who I am, and this is who I have to be, not just for me, but for, for them. You don't have that support. Right. right. Yeah. And I'm big on ancestors, fam. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I found out like, yo, who my ancestors really were, like being being a Levite fam, mm. and having like the Ooh, bloodline and the the line, the lineage of being a true warrior. Actually, we need to unlock the phone first. I think you Siri need to unlock the agrees. you need to unlock the warrior inside of you. I hear you, Siri. Got unlock the word inside. Got a Samsung. But but <laughs> but who but who we are who we are is yes I'm saying like yes DNA and unlocking that DNA psychologically mentally right unlocking that mm -hmm. is that that's when you start to unveil your purpose unveil who's inside of you unveil what you're here for and and the grind that you have because if i don't know for me I'm, I'm i'm a driven person already but learning learning why i'm so driven learning why we as black men are the way we are whether we're driven not so driven learning where that comes from is 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 crucially important yeah and that could either set us forward or set us back you know i'm saying but our narrative has been shaped mm -hmm. by not it hasn't been shaped by us 
Yeah. So now I'm saying this platform, this forum is crucially important because it's like now we get to share our stories and it doesn't begin with slavery. So who do you, what do you say to people that is tired of the struggle, bro, that's ready to give up? There's steps to it. There's steps to it. First, yeah. I'm saying like you're surrounded. Who, who's in your ears? Yeah. Who is in your ear? Or who's right. been in your ear? Or who's been in your like ear? Like what really what's what soundtrack are you right. playing in your mind? And I write a in my book and I'm an enterprise, seven lessons to increasing self love. Chapter two, I focus on what's called cut, copy, and paste, mm-hmm. authoring your own story. So when we talk about this narrative of getting to know where you come from, if you don't have access to know that, you still get an opportunity. It's not what happened to you in your past, but it's how you see it yeah, yeah. and what story you're telling yourself about it right so if i take because we've all been through some type of challenge we've all been through some stuff that we don't want nobody to know about and we try to figure it ourselves a lot of trauma a lot of That's trauma right, right? A lot of the trauma. trauma that impacted us if we replay it through the dramatic lens of negativity versus breathing on it from a gratitude perspective mm-hmm. and saying i made it now i can go back and take that that whole story yeah. i can cut copy it and paste it and write it the way I want to. That's beautiful. It, and I'm, I'm glad so you So if you read, if you yeah, read lesson two in the book, it takes you on this full process of how to take whatever you had already kind of ingrained as a narrative yeah. and how to rewrite it, how to cut it. Perspective, Copy perspective. perspective. It's huge. Everything. Because all of us, think about whatever you've gone through. Do me one quick favor on the mic. Take a deep breath. You know what that means. You didn't just survive, mm-hmm. but you hear. Yeah. Breathing, baby. We yeah. breathing. So when anybody asks me, you caught me in the in the uh, in the parking breath. lot mm-hmm. at Little Bourbon too. That's <laughs> yeah. still doing an electric slide on my tongue. Um, <laughs> if you kept when you caught me out in the parking lot, how you doing? I always have just one response now. I'm breathing. just breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My breathing because we do not focus enough on just breathing. Yeah. When you go into meditation, real, that whole arena talks about breathing. breathing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's now true. in the Bible, breathing the Greek word for it. Um, for spirit is pneumo, which means breath. That's right. We don't focus enough on our breath because our breath is the only thing that's ever present. Yeah. That's what Nipsey Hussle said. You can do anything you want. It's all about your breathing. It's your breathing. Mm-hmm. As an MMA fighter, right? Control it. They focus. Take breath. us through that regimen of why breathing is eight. so important. We throw eight limbs, okay? Uh, if you don't know Ricky the Sniper, uh, Rainey, somebody I grew up with, but. He fought in Bellator and UFC, but, you know, we family uh, right down the street from each other. But we, we in there, we working, bro. Um, if you can't breathe, you dying. You dying, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah. And right now we have, gratefully, we have control over, you know, we can blink. You know, we can walk. We driving. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We doing well for ourselves uh, at the end of the day. Um, but if you're not breathing in that cage, if you're not breathing in that gym, it that's, hurts, bro. So that's that's you why breathe when you wake up. That's why yeah. those really yeah, muscle bound fighters uh-huh. get beat up yeah. by the guys who look like they got normal yeah. bodies. So, so check this out, though. So in your process, breathe. when you have a fight or oh, I uh, ain't I I spar. Yeah, bro. The sixteen. Check me out, January twenty seventh. Yeah, I got a fight coming up. Come get me. See me. But think about this. In that process, even if you spar with somebody who has something coming up. Right? Yeah. You train for one reason. Not just to win, 
but you train to be able to have enough breath to endure the challenge. Amen. That's right. Say that. That was deep, Say right? That. Yeah. I was waiting. I, don't worry. I popped my own collar because I felt that one. <laughs> but, but that's life, though. You train to breathe. So, so same thing so, with same. That's martial in, art, in, man. In any sport, you practice to win. Right. The games don't matter. It's the practice that's more important. It's the process than the actual, for than sure. The actual games for sure, and that's that's life. And so, to answer your question, Jeremy, like when you talk about people that are tired of the struggle, and like what advice that you have. So it's not something that I came up with, mm-hmm. but it's something that's helped me. Is Tony Robbins? I was watching one of his talks, and Two of his three points were in order to achieve, you know, whatever goal that you have, number one is intense focus, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to focus in on that thing that you want. And the thing is, for me, one of my mantras is focus on the plan, not the problem, right? So I'm trying to retrain myself. Yeah, you might be in a messed up situation. What's your plan, right? So if you focus intently on the plan that you have, Right. The second step, which I think is the most important step, is taking massive action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what type of situation, if, if you think about anything that's ever been achieved in life, the first thing the person had was this radical belief that they could do it. For sure. right? right. Bill Gates said he was going to put a PC in every single home in right. America. Inspiration. Right? They had that first. Yeah. Nobody believed him. They, they thought it was foolish, but he had the radical belief that he could yeah. do it. And then he intensely focused on that. Thing. He was that was just his one thing. And then the next thing he did was he took massive action, took massive risk, and then he was able to achieve. So I think those three things right there to me are the steps to get anybody out of any type of situation. Mm-hmm. First, you got to have radical belief. Second, you got to have intense focus. And mm-hmm. third, you got to take massive action. Mm-hmm. You know? And when you say just a piggyback belief, belief in yourself, mm-hmm. like that's, it's, it's crucial, man. Because, I mean, negative self-talk, like I'm, I'm glad you brought that up earlier, man, because it, it's very real. Yeah. And it, it permeates in ways that long after we made that initial mental statement to ourselves, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It just So it attracts a, a certain frequency. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I think if we can eliminate that and find ways to be grateful yeah. for things that, you know, you know, I mean, listen, man, I feel like the way I feel in my 40 years, man, to be here Mm -hmm. with you brothers right now Mm -hmm. is is ultimately. He don't look 40 at all. (laughs) Baby smooth. Al Jarreau. (laughs) Al Jarreau. Black 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 crack, (laughs) bro. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. No homo, right? No homo. No homo, of course. Yo, y'all some handsome. (laughs) Kingly gentleman. Hey, we are, bro. Yeah. We are, bro. Stroke your beard. Straight up, man. We out here, man. We take care of self, man. But, you know. I would like to go on record saying that um, that negative talk is the black man kryptonite. Mm. That's facts. Not on record anymore. I would like to go on digital saying (laughs) um, (laughs) negative talk is the kryptonite to black men. Break that apart. Yeah. Like, we really need to understand, and and if we were to understand that aspect, we wouldn't even chase anything else external. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we think because of the negative talk, beyond be transparent with me. How many of you have said before, once I do this or get this, I'll be straight? 
Oh, of course, all the of time. course, right? <laughs> all the time. Again, what that does is it gives up our right to appreciate the value of the reflection That's that we true. have at the moment. But I still think there's a balance in both. There's a balance. But on your journey, of course. On the yeah. journey of it, every time, and if we study any person of significance or success, we don't really focus on how many times they got lumped That's and right. gut punched. We don't really focus on that once they make it. When the, when the yes or the dream is big enough, the facts don't matter. We get caught up because our story is different. Not only do we get the negative talk in the process of becoming and getting rejected, we have what was almost ingrained in us in our culture and being raised that we're fighting two battles at the same time. Mm. We don't have enough weaponry to fight. We don't have enough weaponry to fight both. But so, I, th- I think I think through through avenues like this, uh, you know, forums like such, the King's Table, and I think just a general awareness, man, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a different energy. Right. You know, I, I've been around a few decades. You know, what I'm saying, so I, I've seen different phases of society, and 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 just where we are now, I think is a is is a crucial time for uh, everyone. Yeah, right. Because right now, if you if you're not getting right, you're getting left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, and, and and you can interpret that to me however you mean it, mm-hmm. but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's right now that the the it's too much knowledge out here. It's too much wisdom out here. It's too much intuitiveness you know, out here for you not thing, to tune in. And the crazy thing is, it's free, and yeah. it's free. It's free. It's all free. So so that's kind of like the medicine and the poison of social media, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas there's a lot of stuff that I've been put onto. Through the lens of f- social media, yeah. Whereas we didn't know before, you know what I'm saying. So like, I'm I'm grateful for it, but also you know what I'm saying trying to filter out, I'm saying some of the negative things that mm-hmm. we overconsume our lives with, different yeah. messages, different sure. imagery that we overconsume our lives with. And you that the social media point that that brings up another thought. So I heard one of the self-help self-improvement guru say you know he puts out 60 second clips on social media but he's like i don't want people to think that they can just look at a 60 second clip and get what i'm talking about because he's like that will inspire you he's like people can walk around inspired all day Mm -hmm. but if you don't have a system then you don't really have the foundation because you heard a highlight of what somebody said. It's like, it's like watching uh, the clips on Sports Center, right? You got the highlights of what happened in the game, but you don't really know how the game. Know how the game went? Yeah, that's real. So, have y'all seen um, what's that show? It was on HBO, Insecure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, it's a certain um, scene on there that was just hilarious to me. Her boyfriend. Was unemployed, mm-hmm. very smart, educated brother, yeah. but he was sitting on the couch all day watching these motivational videos and stuff. Yeah. And she comes home from work and she's like, "Yo, babe, you know, did you go, you know, get, um, did you apply for any job, fill out any application?" And he like, "Shh, oh, I'm listening to this," mm-hmm. and he's listening to a motivational sequence or a motivational scene. <laughs> And she's like, yo, like, what have you done? And he's like, wait, 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 I'm trying to get motivated. Yeah. So that inspiration <laughs> without a plan is hilarious to me because I'm like, how many times have we talked? Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. probably been there ourselves at some point True. where we're trying to get so full yeah. of some external content and information and gasoline to get us going versus True. just listening to ourselves saying, let's just take some action. Action, yeah. man. It's that not about so perfect action. It's just action. Dead, action yeah. So I think. Love that. 
So James two twenty five. There's a, there's a brother I'm sure y'all know of. They're saying Jamal Harrison Bryant, Pastor yeah. Pastor Jamal Bryant. Um, I've I've sat down numerous times with him over dinner. You mm-hmm. saying um, there's something that he always says. There's inspiration, then there's information. Mm-hmm. The, the religious stuff, the church stuff is all inspiration. That's to inspire you, to motivate you, get you pumped up, mm-hmm. get you excited. But the most important part of your life is the information. Mm-hmm. And what that information does is it gives you not a spark, but it's that fuel that keeps burning. Because mm-hmm. if that, that spark is the, the inspiration, right? But mm-hmm. what's going to keep burning? What's, what are you gonna put on your on your on your wood or in your car to keep you going? Right, mm-hmm. You're right. saying it's, it's the fuel, right? Mm-hmm. And that fuel is information. Mm-hmm. Um, every day, not every day, but I often think about that. I'm saying there's inspiration on the motivational tip, but there's also information. Mm-hmm. Like what information are we putting in ourselves to build? What books are we reading? Mm-hmm. What, what, who are we listening to? Who are we surrounded right. by? Yeah, I get a, a a ton of information from the brothers I'm that's in my life. Right, right, for sure. And without that, cool, I could hear, I could listen to a, a podcast or a motivational talk, but that's just a that's just a little spark. But the people that's in my life, that's what's most important because t- you people, can touch it; it's tangible, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are people who I grow from the most. And then mm-hmm. you got that acquired information versus the applied information, mm-hmm. so yeah. you can mm-hmm. get it. But am I acquiring it or am I right. applying it? Um, in this becoming, as we talk about the process, how do, how has your academic journey played a part of oh, this man. development? Ooh, wow. So, uh, so, so like, go ahead. I got something to say. So, acad- 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 academically, <laughs> I learned from again. I learned from the people that's in my life. In my life, right? Um, something that that that's in Jason's book. Um, I am an enterprise. Is your masterpiece of greatness is never complete. It is a collection of daily efforts in the direction towards your specific purpose. This is all I'm gonna say, because I got something to say, and it's so simple, man. Like, I'm just I'm very simple tonight for I, some reason. Brother, Probably because of that bourbon, bro. I like, it. but <laughs> but I was um, a finished, brother. <laughs> I could you had I too could much do of a pregnant pause. Learn <laughs> 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 yeah, how to control that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could um I could be doing Kimbo slice. We, we, gonna, we gonna let you roll. Brother. I could be doing what I'm doing now if I didn't go to school. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't start reading Forbes magazines until yeah, I was in college. You right. know what I'm saying? And most of those cats, you know, went to college for a year or something. Now, granted, you know, we all doing well, like I said before, but at the same time it was just like academically I got it. Right. But I didn't have to. I didn't have to do it. I think we came up in a time where it was a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being in the the '90s where um, education, education, go to college, stay right. with a job, eight, you know, ten years to show your loyalty. Blah blah blah. That's the only way you're gonna get ahead. Nah, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was I, our parents' I, generation. But they still. But but, but nah. But hold up. But check it though, because I've done some of that though. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I've 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 um, ate from the fruit of some of that labor. You know what I mean? But at this point in time, I don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because information is accessible in so many different ways. Like Brother Y said, like, yeah. for real, if my children came to me and said, Dad, I don't want to go to school, I don't want to go to college, 
cool. What's yeah. your plan? Right. All right. So, all right. I'm gonna help you focus on your plan because these are the attributes that I've seen in you since a baby mm-hmm. that I know you love and gravitate towards. But okay, do that if right. that's what you're interested in. But let's own that. Right. So whatever t- you do, own it. That's my message. You know what I mean? So, I, and and I agree with that. So for me, I think academically, the one thing that I took from it was just committing to something and finishing it, mm-hmm. right? So I, I have no knock on, you know, higher education at all. I I love it. You know, I got three degrees myself and, you I know. Got I too. Yeah, and I, I support everybody that <laughs> yeah, wants to go to school. You rich, brother? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm rich in knowledge. <laughs> three degrees. <laughs> but, but the thing Huxtable. is, it's like. Ken Huxtable. <laughs> 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 he said, "My jello pudding fat. He got my pudding fat. But I think we we focus sometimes too much on like just getting to the academics, mm-hmm. as opposed to what you plan to make it do for you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna be honest, for me, I think um, there's too much of a focus on for us, especially." Just go to school, mm-hmm. go to school, go to school. And we don't think about what is school yeah. going to do for you? Yeah. Like it's we tell scam, our kids, bro. go it's to school and get a degree, but we ain't telling them to go to school, join the right club, make the right connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The networking aspect of that, it. I think that's probably the most important thing to college. And I, I've, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I've been, working is what's going to get you further in life. Right. And I want to put Thank it out you. this way because 100%. when we look at how many of you have friends that went to college and friends who didn't? Oh, yeah. Of right? course. Have you noticed, and I've been kind of assessing that around my, my own personal circle, have you noticed a difference in the level of thinking of those who at least went and those who didn't? I so I say yes and no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I just want to point it, uh, point it out that way because when we look at that process, as you were saying, it doesn't tell you what to do with that acquired knowledge mm-hmm. other than just get a job, right? But there's also kind of a separation in the ability to think about setting deadlines, the ability to get around other quality people. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I teach my students, I've been a professor for 20 years of public speaking and effective communication. I, always, I give them an assignment. One of their first assignments is to get around people that are already here mm-hmm. and just get their emails and contact information. So my fault. Let's park here parenthetically real quick. So like, Every time I talk to Jason mm-hmm. on the phone, he gives me an assignment. <laughs> so, I'm so a like, natural <laughs> educator. Like, like damn me, I'm trying to see if you try to grab homework. Some, some lunch or some drinks or something. Bro. Oh, yeah, but after you find where we're going to eat, it, here go your assignment. Yeah, right? yeah. So we have something to talk about. But that's, but that's part of um, being in academics. And I'm, I feel I'm qualified to speak on both levels because yeah. I'm not a heavy promoter of the traditional academic system, but I'm a heavy promoter of the word education. Mm-hmm. And our education is far education from is it's far from what we've been trained. The word education comes from the Greek word aduko. Everybody say aduko. Aduko means to take from with inside and develop it out. Is that Japanese? No, it's Greek. It's Greek. Oh, okay. So people, people, um, <laughs> right there, pe- people of our other Japanese. persuasion, a, they, go, they take their children to Montessori schools. And in a Montessori school, is they take the child in the room, and in the first room, the room got a bunch of blocks. The kid walks up to the blocks and say, ah, knocks him over. All right, he's not going to be an engineer. 
Then they take him to another room where it's a lot of music playing, and he starts dancing, and then he falls asleep like this is boring. Then they take him into a room where it's all numbers. And as soon as he walks into the rooms and he sees the numbers all around the room, he gets fascinated. And he stands there and he looks at the numbers and they begin to see his mind working. And they say, okay, we're going to build his whole curriculum and academic program around his mathematical mind. Mm -hmm. But our traditional educational system, it says you got to be good at reading, writing, and arithmetic. And none of our brains are set up to be overqualified in all of them. So even if I get a C and pass every one of them, I'm not going to get paid in every one of them in the real world. Yes, right. Man, so, I made it all the way to calculus, brother, in high school, man. You know Before I mean? you I'm, found out that I don't like math. I don't even I need it. I hate it. Yeah. But I made it to geometry in sixth grade. It was like, man, this math stuff ain't for me. Listen, but our educational system was designed it's to put people in and factory work. jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it took away the accountability of me as a father to watch my child. Yep. Right? To be able to say, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I see in you. Mm-hmm. And I consider that the blessing. Mm-hmm. What are we saying to bless our children in the direction of their purpose? That's mm-hmm. right. Or are we telling them they come home with a bad grade? You need to do more work on an area that I know you're not qualified or constituted to be great in. Mm-hmm. But you need to pull that up. You know, you got an A right. in math, but you got that. You got to pull that F up in English. Right. And then we start to. We start to grain them or dull down their sharpness in the area that they are effective in because we think they have to fit a certain model, which mm-hmm. is where our education, going into a factory, you didn't need any of that. Right. Wow. Matter of fact, in the factory process, um, f- uh, companies would graduate kids from high school, bring them into their factory and pay them for four years. To, and then they find out on their fourth year, like, this dude is an idiot. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we've been paying him for four years. So they switched it up and said, let's do this. How about after you graduate, we'll make you pay us four years of college to show that you're qualified to come work for us. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. That's wow. crazy. So when that spun, it changed. College became a filtering process for businesses to be able to pick those who are qualified. The way I see it as an advantage, that networking aspect is when you're in college, to all the college students that are freshmen up to seniors right now, Right now, you have the most captivated marketing audience that you will ever not have to pay for. Because as soon as you graduate, you'll never have a captivated audience of such that build relational commerce with. So if you have any business or someday you think you're going to go into business, right now, here's your homework assignment. Mm -hmm. Get every email of every person that you're around. And I'm going to give you the line. Say, hey, man, we've been going to school. I know at some point we're going to graduate. I want to get your email, not your school email because it fades out after four years. But I want to get a contact so I can make sure we just stay connected. So now if I graduate or if I leave school and I decide to sell water, guess who has to drink water? Everybody. That's right. But who would you buy your water from? Relational commerce. You can buy it from me because I said, yo, hey, man, I'm selling water now. I got this H2O. So it doesn't really matter the content or the product. It's understanding what you were saying. This networking capacity in college is a vehicle. If I'm paying this tuition, I'm just looking at it as a marketing expense. Hey, has everyone at the table heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know? But Facts. people don't believe it. Facts. Facts. And, and you know what, though? We, when um, and I'm talking about we, will sit there and look down on that. Yeah. We, we, we're, we'll sit there and say, Oh, so and so got the position. It's only because he knows X, Y, and Z, and it's only because so and so elevated. And then we point at that person as if they're not qualified 
yeah. to do whatever, but we're we're still sitting in the same place. We're not trying to get to know those people. Well, that could help I mean us that that us. that could that you could be peeling a couple layers on that. Though, yeah, Ken. you know because I mean there is you know <clears throat> disenfranchisement and other things in place there, in there certain is. scenarios as well. There is that. Yeah, but matter. bro, everybody got to know the plug though. But here go my thing. Yo, no, you're right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I totally agree. But it's you know. As it applies as such, so that's why I say that's I man. I'll say it over and over again. Ownership is very important. In Facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's the only way to me. That's the only way that we're going to reverse a lot of the um, direction and inertia that we're currently in. You know? If Barack Obama could be president, I could do anything. That's Period. exactly how Period. I live. So why not why not so, dream bigger? Yeah, exactly. Why, why just like I don't I don't care what you do. You could like drawing on a wall. You could like doing a murals and graffiti. Why not right. own a company? Mm-hmm. Why just be the one out there risking your freedom right. doing it illegally? But and it's not also just ownership of business. Mm-hmm. You're talking about ownership of assets and other right. stuff. Because Period. one thing, and I, you all have probably experienced this, especially in our geographical location. Just because you're black don't mean I'm doing business with you. Facts. Oh, no. Super right? facts. So ownership. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to do facts. business with blacks. No, uh, ownership not. is very significant. <laughs> ownership is very significant, but also the way you presentation yeah. right. and those relationships For become sure. even more significant. Because even if I don't own something and I got good relationships, I still won't go broke. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you might own it. I'm going to say, hey, can I get 10% of everybody I send your way? Relational mm-hmm. commerce. Yeah. Right? So I can lay on the couch for the rest of my life. If I'm sending you business. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, we live in such a different era that even us at this table, we are, we're in that 30, 40 age group, we still can't get in the mindset that we got to work hard. Right. Mm-hmm. No, we got to start walk, uh, start working neck up. Mm-hmm. How can right. we think work of bigger smarter. concepts work smarter now, and man. work easier? Yeah. So, I don't know about man. y'all. Ultimately, I want us to be able to just chill. Just coast. Right. I don't want yeah, us to have coast. to be looking hey. at our watch to see what time we got to wake yeah, up right. to hit the ground I don't, I don't think Andrew Carnegie was out there in the in the, in the steel mills. Yeah. At all. He became the, the first the millionaire yeah, as an employee. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's so let's right. go. That's, it's so, so, so what are we doing? Like what steps, what strategic steps are we taking to, to become the – Either the best version of version of us, or to put us in an advantage position from where we are now. Uh, I think I think it's reflection. Personally, number one, personally. Re- reflection of where you are. Right. You got to know where you are right. to sure. to know where you got to go. You know. So so how do you get to know who you are? I think so I'm asking a lot of questions right. No, nah, that's cool. No, nah, I think a lot of the things we spoke on tonight is is a great fundamental cornerstone in that. Sure. You know, uh, you have to look inward with right. everything, man. I think that <clears throat> I, I'm I'm a spiritual person. You know, yeah. I think that everything moves in terms of spirit. But, so, but what what steps so, are you taking though? What strategic steps are you taking to get to this place? So, uh, meditation and prayer, number one. Sure. Uh, keen observation of life. Sure. Uh, absorbing all of my lessons through my wins and losses. Uh, there's there's a couple different ways. Uh, I think you know whatever whatever it takes to feed your spirit. The soul knows what it requireth. Mm-hmm. So your particular walk might not or requirements not might not be yeah. with the th on the end. Uh-huh. Requireth, bro. You already that's know we lit. I started King off James lit, bro. You knew this. Requireth. That's quick. That's, that's <laughs> King James, bro. Right. That's the King James. Right. Old English. That's not King James. <laughs> King's table. We going King James. 
nicer round table. I don't want to be associated with King James, to be honest. See, it's a nicer round table. It's some King Arthur. He told some stuff up. That's a lot. That used to be my show, though. Like, of course. Arthur. Of course. So I tell you what I'm doing for me right now is I'm in that intense focus, massive action phase. So I'm taking risk. I'm going out of my comfort zone, and I'm trying to give things that I would not have given before. So what kind of risk are you taking? Is it is it like a calculated risk, or is it a uh, a belief risk? So for me, I think it's both. Sure. It, I don't I don't know that in my line of business it can't be one or the other. It has to be both. Sure. So one thing that I've I've started to do Sorry, is what's your line of business? Well, I'm I'm a real estate agent. And one thing that I've been doing lately that I haven't done before is when I encounter a possible like a seller lead, before I will push really hard, let's meet in person, let me show you what I can do, let me show you this presentation that I have that's gonna show you my marketing plan to help you get your home sold. Mm-hmm. Well now I've encountered a couple of people that have pushed back. Like, oh, you know, no, nah, I'm not ready. You know what? Check your inbox. Give me an email. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my cards on the table, and I'm going for it, right? And so far, it's showing that it's it's going to be fruitful in some cases, and some other cases not so much. But, you know, for me, it's like uh, at this point, I feel like the rock. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the talk that he gave the Los Angeles Lakers, but he literally stood up with his back against the wall. And he said, every day I wake up, I put my back up against the wall. Why? Because I need to start at zero every single day. To this day, he does. He is, do you know he's the highest earning actor in Hollywood right now other than Robert Downey Jr.? I did not know that. This dude gets paid more per movie than any other actor in Hollywood right now. And every day he wakes talking up. About more than Sam Jackson. Every single actor. If you smell what the rock nah. is cooking. Yeah, he he gets twenty million Hell a clip. Yeah, he to Yo, die. Sam Jackson is in yeah. every movie. Since, birds in the yeah. Yeah. But the rock makes nineteen oh one, bro. The rock makes more <laughs> per per film. He's getting twenty million a clip. That's yeah. since nineteen oh one. More so than Morgan Freeman. Everybody. That's Morgan. just movies. Eighteen fifty. That's just Methuselah movies. Freeman. So, so what he does, is Methuselah. He, is, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's symbolic. It's symbolic in a sense, mm-hmm. but his philosophy, which is I'm I'm trying to take on more of this, is like every day I start at zero, I have nothing. Every day I've achieved nothing, right? At the end of the day, I can look back and say I achieved something and be in gratitude. But I'm gonna put my back up against the wall every single day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm doing right now, and that's forcing me to take these. Massive steps. Get out your comfort zone. Get out of that comfort zone. For sure. Of course. Man, I got a deal coming. Adversity, man. Even if it's self-imposed in that manner. Like, you know. Adversity is the only way you're going to grow. Yeah. That's it. Period. I got a a deal coming right now where I've been talking to a guy for well over a year. That's crazy. And this dude has designed. (laughs) He's denied meeting me. I know the feeling, Every time I've talked to him. I've been talking to him at every three months for a year consistently wow when can we meet when can we meet oh uh, you know i don't really need to sell it's a rental property i don't ne- really need to do anything now nah, i think i'm good i don't like your numbers until i just put my cards on tape i said you know what you give me 30 days if it's vacant give me 45 if it's got a tenant let's go and he's like okay i like that 
Let's mm-hmm. let's look first of the year. Let's get it done. I've never that, met yeah, this dude in my life. Well, yeah. But it's the confidence that so, plays. I was just about yeah, to say that. Yeah. How confident, are, confidence. are we in presenting what we have to offer? Right. Man, I uh I'm getting better every day. That's how I feel. Like even when I have bad days, I'm getting better every day cuz we have to have that adversity, you know. Um I get up in the morning, man. I got to I got to get my mind going. I pray. You know, I believe in praying. I believe in a higher power because at the end of the day, one day we're not going to have control over what we have, you know. So, it's just I get up, I pray, I'm I'm grateful, and I got to get on the grind. And I appreciate you guys because you guys are, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, and it's just like that's one point that I desire to get to, you know, and it's like I want to do better. I love my family. When my son was born, that's what really lit a fire under my behind, you know. I was like, oh, like I know how I had it, you know, and it wasn't the worst, but it definitely wasn't the best. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, yo, like I can't, I couldn't imagine him going through what I had to go through because of money, mm-hmm. strictly because of money. Right. So at the at the end of the day, I feel like it's kind of jacked up that we were in this life because we have to struggle mm-hmm. for the things that we want when they're already free, you know. And they just find a way to tax us and break us down day by day. But we got to fight it because we're the ordinary people. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we're I said it before. <laughs> watch the laundromat. You have to watch the laundromat. I'm bringing it up again. On, it's on Netflix, It's on Netflix, it's on Netflix bro. You have to watch Very it. Good. It's serious. So are you, are you an investor of the... <laughs> No, no, man. I'm just saying, like, we we gotta we gotta start educating ourselves on what they're doing, you know. That's facts, and that's that's ultimately how I always feel. Like, educate yourself on what is going on. And I I've told Kim before who's winning and how they're winning, how they're winning the laundromat completely. But but check this though, blew my lid off. Is how they're winning. But listen to this. I didn't find out Africa was bigger than the United States till I was in sixth grade. Seriously? Yes. Wow. That's yeah. how. You that's how. Some people didn't know that until you said that. That's how whitewashed yeah, yeah, yeah. my education was, though. Wow, that's that's I'm serious. That's how. That's how whitewashed it was. And they always seen the white out their sins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta know what's going on if you're gonna get ahead. Right. You have to. But, but you have to based on 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 your hunger. Because you're either a hammer or you're a nail. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. All right, so I wanted to go back. Uh, remind me of your question again, because I don't know if it's the bourbon that's electric sliding on my tongue right now. <laughs> you said, what, what steps are you taking? my memory. <laughs> what steps are you taking right now to become your, your best self? So first of all, I am killing it in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm an absolute beast in the mirror. Mm-hmm. We say we're ordinary people, but who told you you were ordinary? John Legend. Right. You're not ordinary. Extra. You are extraordinary. Who told you you were normal? You are not normal. Abnormal. You're a superhero. You are a superhero. Mm -hmm. So I'm killing it in the mirror. My mirror game is tight, Mm -hmm. right? That's for the inner reflection of what I'm doing for myself. On the outer shell is now that I have a particular platform, I'm trying to get as many as many brothers first, um, not being exclusive to others, but I'm being very racialistic towards my people into some type of position. Racialistic. Uh, some type like of position that. of at least $50,000 um, salary a year. All of us that are entrepreneurs, it can suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the life out of you. Mm-hmm. Right? It can absolutely suck the life out of you. Suck and suck the life yes, out of you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yet, everybody want to line up to be yeah, an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody not built like that. Not and there are certain time periods when you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Sometimes you need somebody else check That's to facts. finance your thoughts. Right. Facts. Facts. But we don't talk about that nah. because everybody hustle, hustle, hustle. Our wins don't look the same. Big mm-hmm. facts. We see certain people that get in certain positions, but we didn't know that they got left an insurance policy for $500,000 or they got a bank loan for seven hundred and fifty. Okay. Now, you if you can tell me you can go to the bank and they loan they here here go a million dollars. I'm like hustle, baby. Hey, true. entrepreneur, that thing up. But if you telling me you ain't got two nickels to rub together with a great idea, I'm gonna tell you to grind for ten years so that you can just barely get enough to have a steak dinner. Mm. Mm. Or if I tell you let's improve your resume for the next year, yeah, and get you in a qualified position that's gonna pay you fifty grand of the information that you already know, so you can breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And not only are you breathing, again. not only are you breathing, but you get to learn. You get to get paid for learning the concepts. I've been. My thought today has been: Have you ever been an absolute idiot and a genius at the same time? All day, every day. Oh yeah, for yes, sure. sir. I was an absolute idiot to go into a consulting realm that I did not have the expertise in, but I was an absolutely genius to use that platform to put me in a position to where consultants bring their information to me now. Facts. I was yeah. an absolute, absolute ignorant. Brain gone, genius, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about getting each other to, how can we help each other get checks? I don't have a lot of talk anymore. I, I'm a mo- I love stalk- talking. If you ain't figured that out, I love to talk. I love to inspire. <laughs> but at the end of the day now, I'm like, how can we get each other get a check? That's That's right. I don't, That's can I say this? I don't love you unless I didn't help you to get a check yet. Damn, brother, so I want to apologize to those who are around God, the God, king's God, table God. that I, if I haven't helped you put uh, uh some money in your account or food on your table, I apologize. It's already in motion. I apologize. <laughs> it's in motion. You feel me? Yeah, because if, if, if we're not doing that, if we're not opening doors to connect each other to some resources, and we're talking a lot of hype, man. I, I've lost it. I can't tell you how frustrated I am um, to know that with all the information that we have, we ain't put checks in each other's pockets. Yeah, right. It hurts my heart to hear when we still grinding hard. Yeah. You got a business and I haven't put your business on my Facebook page yet. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I haven't shared. I haven't promoted. Now, if your stuff trash, don't send it my way. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna, let, me, let me qualify that yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go to Boo Boo the Fool's hot dog stand. Right. Nah, you digging up your nose, brother. I ain't right, coming in. Right, right, right. Right. But it's back to that killing it in the mirror, man. We got to. Yeah. So that's why I'm starting Killing in the Mirror and then outside is how can I use my platform that I've been privileged to have, that I'm honored to have, to be able to connect other people to something that's going to be substantial to their household. Beautiful. And I think to answer your question real quick, um, you, were saying, you kept saying, where do you start? What does that look like? We have to find a reflection that we can look up to and become. Mm-hmm. And it's in the mirror, but we don't know we see the deficiencies in the mirror versus the greatness. Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. I believe once we have a, a catastrophic vision of ourselves in the mirror and simply see the crown on our head, mm-hmm. period. Like Ooh. once we see that, and I, I'm saying it metaphorically, mm-hmm. but the crown on our, on our head is just that I'm doing king shit where I'm not working hard. I'm not working my business mm-hmm. or working in the business. I'm working the business. Mm-hmm. Right. 
right? Mm -hmm. So from a perspective of if it's spirituality, if it's becoming a better me, if it's motivation, I have to be able to see it. Mm -hmm. And if I can't see it through my own lens, I got to get around somebody else who can. Yeah. How do you catch a cold? Yeah. Get around someone <laughs> coughing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do I become what it is that. I desire? I just got to get around somebody who has it. You say, and always that, when people say it's contagious. not what we know, it's who we know, yeah. I always challenge people. I say you lying because you don't believe it. You heard it, but you don't believe it. Right. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we are right now in life. The sum of what we are in life is based on the people we currently know. Yes. Now, for some people, they should get excited. Man, yes. For some people, if, if your bank ain't stories. where you want it to be, you should be mad as hell at all the people around you. Because all that means is you need to go out and meet somebody else. That's true. How real is that? So what you got, brother? Let's ask a question to you. What 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 is the steps that, that you're taking right now? Your honesty, fam, like at, at this junction in my journey, I, I, I'm, I'm at the value factor, mm -hmm. right? Who... Who's adding and, and I'm deliberately being selfish right now. Who is adding value to me? Right. Right. Because a lot of time we spend a lot of we spend a lot of hours, days, weeks, months, years being there for people. But when I need ten dollars, who can I call? Facts. Mm -hmm. When when I oh, appreciate you, brother. Uh, happy birthday. Anybody else? Anybody else? I just got $10 <laughs> on the table. Anybody else? Got cash out. $10, $10, $10, $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. hit you with the cash app, bro. I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> so, so who do we have that we can call if we have issues? If I'm going through, who can I complain to? Who can I say, yo, I need some encouragement? Because oftentimes, I'm saying, as being the doctor or the strong person or the person always adding Man, value, what? You better we're it, constantly bro. sowing, 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 giving, giving, giving of ourselves. And very seldomly do we have anybody in our corner to say, yo, how can I help you? How can I add value to you? Mm. And for me, like, yo, I've been, I've been realizing more and more literally every day yo i really value myself i have to value my time i have to value my thoughts my energy my vibrations that i'm giving off i have to value that more and the more that i'm realizing what i'm giving to the universe what i'm giving to ind individuals that means so much not just to the person that i'm that i'm adding value to but to me not everybody's worth, not everybody, and this is a, this sound real messed up, but not everyone is worth me. Of course. I don't think that not sounds everyone, messed up, bro. Not everyone is nah, worth. I don't think that sounds messed my, up. My, not everyone is worth what I have to offer. Not everyone is worth my energy. It's not every, it. You're it's not levels, even worth man. having my number in your phone, bro. Mm -hmm. Right? Because mm -hmm. I know what I, I know my value. And I value my value. I know what I have to bring to the table. I know if we're connected, what I have to offer you. In return, what can you do for me? Mm -hmm. Love that. What can you mm -hmm. do for me? So in, in this season, I'm, I'm learning to really value my value, value me. Like, what, what do I need, right? What's going to make me happy? Mm -hmm. What's going to feed my spirit? What's going to, I tell you this, my, like I said earlier to start off with, my, my Mondays and my mornings are crucially important. I can't have you in my life if you're complaining. Yeah, man. Bad. If, uh, if, if we checking way, in the man. morning, if we checking man, in, I feel the same yo, way, we, I, and, and you're complaining, <laughs> yeah, I can't have you in my life. It's I just, cannot have you in my life. 
Right. Whether it's in the morning, throughout the day, I can't have you in my life. I cannot because you're you're now a toxic seed that's planting your issues. We all have bad days, and I'm not saying I'm saying I don't have my my down times. We walked in today and say I was complaining about how long my day was, but at 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 the same time, I know what I'm giving. I know what I'm releasing out. I know what I'm sharing. I know that every day I'm an ATM financially, spiritually, and mentally, socially. Mm, man, you saying I'm, I'm always giving of myself. Right. So, so it, it's it's unfair to us to uh, align ourselves with people that can't give back. Agreed. Right. Facts. So Agreed. to to answer the question is is value like. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to, to to align my values with where I'm at. If if you can't be, I don't even want you equal, right? I don't want, I don't want it equal. I want to align myself with people that are better than me, one way or another. Somebody that I can gain some wisdom, knowledge, information from that I can tap into their energy, tap into their spirit, that can feed me in a way that I can grow. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sustain. I've been sustaining Period. all my life. Period. Right? I've been sustaining all my life. So I, I'm at a place in life now where I have to tap into something or someone that can beat my beat my level of giving. Word. And if you can't beat my level of giving, I'm sorry, I gotta cut you off. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody a couple uh yeah, a couple days ago, and <laughs> this was me saying to them that yo, I gotta cut you off. But if you can't help me grow, I got to let you go. Facts. They took it as a good quote. But this was my way of saying, yo, this is our exit interview. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And, and, and there's, there's no other way that I could put it. Because what have you done for me besides you calling me when, when, when you need something? Hey, you're very intentional. You got to be very intentional, intentional about your yeah. space, man. Absolutely. Your so real quick, your your space so that's virtual. my that's my strategic step. Got you. Being, so being intentional about my value. Heard you. So real quick, we're gonna go around real quick before we get out of here. Just want to get the people something to walk away with. So what's one thing you're reading right now that's helping you on this journey to being your best self? Let's go around the table real quick. Sev, you want to kick us off? Ah oh, man, I'm reading a couple things at once. Uh, I listen to a lot of audio books, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I pull up this one that I'm reading. Uh, I've just finished one by Don Peebles, The Peebles Principles. The Peebles Principles. Yeah, yeah that's uh, one of my faves. Fave, bro. Yeah, yeah, Crucial, yeah. bro. Crucial. But this one I uh, just finished was The Wealth Choice. The mm-hmm. Wealth Choice. Uh, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. Dope. Just finished that up. What about you, John? Uh Black Bourgeoisie. Uh, mm-hmm. I got back on it. I read it in college. I'm reading it again. Love that book. Please buy it. It's so simple. I think it's probably a couple bucks. Uh, it's a very old book, but it's not what it's, uh was taught in mm-hmm. elementary school. Black people have money. Black and uh, black bourgeoisie. It starts out slow because it gives out a lot of facts. Yeah. Uh, just fact, 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 fact. But then it starts going into actual stories. So black bourgeoisie. Check it out. Dope. I'm currently reading over and over, please, baby, 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 please, by Spike Lee. It's a children's book. And me and my daughter read it every night. Right now, it's <laughs> her favorite book. Um, 
personally, I'm actually I'm actually stepped. I'm I'm away from reading right now. Right. I'm I'm really reflecting and writing. I'm working mm-hmm. on my second book right now. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, right now I have an information overload, and instead of being a reservoir, I want to yeah, be a lake, filter. or I want to be a a stream right, and get yeah. it out. So I'm in the process of currently uh, translating some content before I pick there. up the next thing. Yeah. Nice. What about you, bro? So I actually I'm in a similar space. I'm trying to do more writing mm-hmm. than 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 reading. Um, but the the last book that I that I read was by John Maxwell, How Successful People Think. Good, um, very good book. So, and and again, like a, a lot of solid principles. But I really want to start trusting trusting my thoughts more. Mm-hmm. And the same way I'm saying, like, yo, salute to Jason. He's a a, a published author. Um, and how this authors out there, I want to be able to trust myself in putting out, I'm saying, like, solid content. Right. Yeah. Cool. For me, I'm right now I'm reading um, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. Uh, You know, our team, next group, we're reading it together. We're doing, like, a weekly book club because we're on this journey of, you know, refocusing, you know. Um, So for me, it's been really good. I'm really digging into it. And then I've been writing, too. Honestly, I've been more purposeful about keeping a journal. So, like I sent you guys in the group text, the Daily Stoic. Ryan Holiday wrote the book, came out with a journal, Daily Prompts, 365 days. And uh, it's really helped me because my routine is to, like, kind of be in that that quietness in the morning. And then I I reflect and journal. So it's been real good. And, uh, you know, I would encourage everybody to – whether it's audio books, physical books, podcasts, whatever, take something positive, something informational, put it in the tank every day. And, uh, yeah, that's my two cents. That's dope, bro. Uh, this has been another edition of The King's Table. We really love and appreciate – well, I really love and appreciate, let me say, my brothers here at the table. Yes, and yo, um, yo, likewise, always enjoy bro. breaking bread with y'all, chopping it up. Um and I don't think that it's, that the word love should be foreign to to we as kings or brothers. Absolutely you know not. So um, I, I I take pleasure love, in being able to say we say I love you, brothers. Yeah. I'm saying and um, we we appreciate the listeners for tuning in, and again, thank you for joining in on the next uh, other, on another edition. The bourbon the bourbon's got me. In. <laughs> <laughs> as that bourbon is doing the electric slide around <laughs> your tongue, around the table and my tongue. So, um, but yeah, we greatly appreciate everybody that um, sought, sought to uh, listen to what we have to say and gave us their time. Much love, honor, and respect.